Grand Rising, MI5, my people, my family, my tribe. I hope everyone is having a happy Tuesday today. And uh, today is a very different episode of what we've done in the past because me and the guests are in person. I'm with Mr. Nick Pants. Um, we, you can like see him right now, but that's how he made it. We're What's making that? it. We're live and direct in real life here. And um, I'm actually really excited just because this might be the only um, in-person interview or show that we do in, in a long time. Um, just because at the moment, all of our guests, all the members of MI5, we're all in different states. We're all, this is an international movement. And so it's kind of hard for us to be in the physical form all the time, right? And so this this is kind of a special case because uh, me and Nick have happened to know each other for a while and we live locally. So um, yeah, what's going on, bro? How you doing? I'm good, man. Oh yeah, bro. Uh, so um yeah dude so like it's it's awesome that we've been able to actually maintain a solid brotherhood type friendship yeah. for literally and we talked about this the other day mm -hmm. like dude six years yeah, which crazy. for me is a quarter of my life yeah more than yeah it's it's literally exactly a uh -huh. quarter of my life uh, yeah i mean like it's just what happens when you're like uh because for the people who don't know we uh we uh, fell in love uh in the woods together in a uh a boy scout camp right is that that's a story right, right. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah bro yeah totally and ever since then yep yeah Brother. the rest is history yeah yeah but not like um on 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 like a, a serious note like we actually so what's crazy is that i knew nick's brother because of high school for I, I've known Leo for like a long time before yeah. I knew you. And then we were at this meeting for uh, our Camp Winton, right? Yeah. It was like summer of 2016? 16 or 17. It was, I think it was 15 or, no, it was 16. Yeah. Not as early as 15. And like, we just literally sat next to each other or like we started hanging out. I don't even remember what happened. But for some reason, we started like kind of talking about you know who we know or something. And well, no, yeah, no, I had met you already before at um, some other thing, mm. and then you were like, oh, and you saw my name on a, like a roster list, yeah. And then you were oh, like, yeah. and then you were like, oh, you're uh, you're Leo's brother. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then like, and then um, I don't know. You didn't, and then we didn't even talk about like uh, working at camp together yeah and then i and then you know next thing you know we're at that meeting and then literally bro. you're there and you're like what's up and then we're like oh yeah I'm dude here. that's so cool yeah what the heck yeah and then uh the rest is history really because once we found out that we like lived in the same area it was like we're hanging out yeah um and then i introduced you to like the friend group and yeah i just went from there and like what's crazy and, and this is not surprising because you know it, it, people who are on the same frequencies tend to kind of like stay together the longest but you know all those people that we used to hang out with for the most part are not really in our lives mm. some some of them are like a like a, less than a handful yeah literally less than a handful <laughs> and that just kind of like it, it goes to show even more that like when you start moving up as as a person when you start mm. like working on yourself you know you're those people you can't really wait for them you're just going to start to move past them and like if they don't break past that layer you're they're not coming with and that's like it's kind of how it is it honestly it doesn't make me sad i don't really no yeah it's just how it is you know it's just like i mean like 
I mean, like, there's a certain point that he got to where it was like, I mean, like, you know, I don't know if your audience know, but, uh, but, uh, this man right here was a crazy motherfucker. I'll tell you what. <laughs> and I the mean, third. he, he moved like a town away and he, uh, met the, uh, all the misfits of whatever park he was hanging out. That's right. At. And, um, yeah, I mean, like, I feel like, yeah, you gotta like, you gotta go through that phase in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Complete. Took a complete 180 on my life at some yeah. point, um, which for anyone that like, hears my story, like you've heard me talk about all about that. Um, but you know, the main thing that, that I wanted to, to bring you on to talk about mm-hmm. is, um, you know, if you saw the, if you saw the, the, the description for this, you know, thing on social media, you would have seen that, that Nick is a musician. He does producing, he's produced music for himself and, and other hip hop artists all around the Sacramento area and like even in Portland. Um, and that didn't just, just happen. Right. And I've known Nick for, like I just said, six years. I literally ever since, ever since we've started being friends, music was like a huge part of our friendship and part of, part of that evolved so much Mm. over that six years in so many, it, it seemed like after a certain point, it was like, you know, just pretty, um, I'm going to say average. Like it was just like, you know, just kind of like, you know, yeah, this man makes music. And then all of a sudden it was like, boom, it blew up. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. My friend just made this bro. Mm -hmm. What? So, but like, what, what, like, I mean, I know you've been playing music for literally like your whole life. I've I've seen your family videos and stuff of you being like a tiny kid, just making music and stuff. Like, is that something that you always felt like you needed to do or what kind of drew you to that passion? I mean, like, I don't know. It was kind of random. It was just like, yeah, it was just like something that like no one told me to, to do it. Like, yeah, like my dad's like a musician, um, just like musical family. Like everyone in my family either appreciates music or plays an instrument. Right. So, but like, it was never like, oh, like you're going to learn piano. You're going to learn guitar. Uh, listen to this band. It's literally just like, okay, we go on a road trip. My dad plays some like, you know, he just plays a bunch of music, a bunch of different types of music. Like he's in the jazz, he was in the punk, uh, just like electronic stuff, just like super weird stuff, all the popular stuff. Like, but like I've heard, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. He, you know, he has a vast variety of of things that he likes, and like you know that definitely shut on to me. And so yeah, like of course, like music was just a big part of me, like just growing up. Um, but yeah, nobody told me to do it. I just like literally one day, uh, we just had this like little crappy, crappy little keyboard at my house. And then like, I just went on YouTube and then started like, it's like this thing called, uh, I forget what the program called is called, but it literally like, there'll be like notes that like drop onto the keys. And, oh, like, I know what you're talking about. They like, it basically teaches you how to play the song. And, um, so yeah, I, I pretty much just learned like, random like uh theme songs to like movies and different stuff like that i was like mostly what i was like interested in was like video game soundtracks and like movies and like so i started learning that and i'm like 
pretty much yeah from there like i was just like oh yeah like i just you know i like it and like i had like a a pretty like good ear like i could just listen to this i just, like would start listening to songs and i would just like figure out the notes and like by myself there's a certain point where i didn't like need to like use it use any like tutorials completely like i could just figure it out and like i don't know i think like my dad saw me doing it and he was like like what the hell that's, like that's good for you <laughs> no yeah no yeah he was just like that's crazy and he kind of like yeah he was just like you're pretty good at this and then nice. like because before it was like oh i want to be just like my like my dad you know like uh -huh. every like little kid it's like oh yeah i want to like because my dad is a web designer mm -hmm. it's like i want to be a web designer and just work on computers mm -hmm. and stuff and um i mean I, I guess i work on computers but for a different reason but right um but yeah, like, and then eventually, like, um, I was like in choir for like a year. Mm -hmm. So I kind of like learned how to like sing. Um, and then I joined band, like, I think like, it was like fourth and fifth grade. I, I, um, so when I started band and then I did it all the way until like, like, like junior year, there was a certain right. point where I, I quit. But, um, so yeah, and I, I played I started playing bass at first and I switched over to saxophone, played tenor saxophone, then Barry saxophone. And between all of that, I, I was still like focusing on piano. I ended up like taking like lessons and then, uh, I taught guitar myself. Um, so yeah, that's just like, as far as instrumentally, that's how, that's how I got into playing instruments. But like, I think it was like a certain point in, um, middle school. It was like, that I was using GarageBand mm -hmm. and I was just making songs off there. Just like, it's interesting. Cause like when you're starting out, you don't like, you don't give a shit like what you're making. Right. Like, like you think about like when you're like a little kid and you're like, someone just hands you a fucking like just paper and crayon. It's just like, cause the fuck like, it, oh yeah. this is, and, and you make like in your, in your world, you made the fucking like coolest shit ever. Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of how it was when I got like GarageBand. It was just like, I can like record everything now. Like everything that I like think of is going to be like recorded and it's going to be like a song and like, and it was just like all over the place. Just like how it, it would be with like a little kid with a fucking crayon. Right. So, and then, yeah. And then like, I always like, yeah, I just like always was into like, I didn't ever know that like the sound that I have now, like all my songs that are released now is never like, like it was never planned that it was going to sound like that. It's like, I actually just like, instead of tr like, they got to a certain point where I was like, okay, I actually want to get good. And instantly when you're like, oh, I want to get good. Let me just copy like the things that like my favorite artists right, do. Your inspirations. Yeah. And you know, there is like you're always going to tap into your inspiration but i learned pretty quickly that like just copying like just felt like shit and i i wasn't into it and like it didn't work it didn't work out right um, right so i don't know there is like a certain point where i was just like i i got so tired of like trying to sound like something so i got i kind of tried to revert back to like that that feeling of just being like i'm just here to like whatever fucking happens happens and I just ended up like kind of just like making like a certain sound. And it was just like, 
whatever I wanted. I didn't like, I didn't need to like look up tutorials. I like, Oh, I knew like as much as I knew. And it was just like, let me just like throw that down. Uh, it's like, I'll have it be loud as I want as like ugly as I want. And, um, you know, so like, yeah, it just like, I never expected to be making the music that I'm making. It was like all really, I don't know. It was very gut gut feeling. So mm-hmm. like, to me, it's like, I guess I would say like, I like my music, but it's not really good or bad to me. I don't really think about it like that. It's literally just like, it is what it is. Like it's an expression. Yeah. Is I just, that's all it is. It's just like, I'm, ex- I'm expressing myself. So yeah. nobody can tell me that it's good or bad because it's like, to me, it's all real. And like, it feels real and feels like something that matters t- to me personally. Very, yeah. 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 And that's like, that's, that's what I, what inspired me to talk about you and your music career is that the music that you make now is, or let me rephrase this DD death, which by the way is Nick's most recent album. Check it out on Spotify, (laughs) all the musical platforms. (laughs) Um, DD death is so I've heard music that you've made. That's way different Mm -hmm. than DD death. Like, your spectrum of of what you can make is so vast but there was a reason that you made dd death mm-hmm. right like that was that was something that you needed to finish from what i understand yeah 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 and we've talked about this for a little bit and um no yeah like just like i had like i've always been like making different songs but there's just sometimes where i just make a song where it would stick and i'd be like this is the one like that i i need to stick on to this but like it has to be compiled with like a bunch of other songs and like some of those beats on there i made like like let's think i'm i'm 19 right now i'm turning about to turn 20 um i graduated high school like a year ago mm-hmm. so like some of those beats I made when I was like in eighth grade, freshman year, like all through all the years and like until now. And That's like, dope. What the heck? I didn't even know that. Yeah. So like, like or at least just like bits and pieces. It's from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um. So like, like I think that like some things just like take a lot, like a really long time and like like uh i had this like feeling and like vision for it for like so long and like just like and i'd have been writing lyrics for it forever i just like was never confident enough to like actually like record my own voice and like think that like i have like a vision of how i want to do it but i don't know i don't know how i'm gonna do that and it was just like i mean like the recording process I've gotten to a point now where it's like, I'm, I'm comfortable. I know like my voice, but it was at a certain point where it was like every single recording session, it was like, I'm fucking like, it was just like a complete mental breakdown. Like it was just every single time. It was just like, like you're, you're fucking the worst. You're trying to be like, you think that like you can do this. Like you're the worst, like you're not good at this. And it was just like, pushing through like that doubt like you're gonna like 
Like that's just like how you're gonna think sometimes. Can I ask like, you a question really yeah. quick? What advice would you give to someone who's in that exact same situation? Yeah, just like push through the doubt. Like if you want to make something, like it doesn't matter. Like you your your voice is your voice. And like your sound is your sound. It's it's whatever comes natural to you is gonna feel the best. So it's like maybe you like you 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 can't compare yourself. Like there's nothing that you can compare yourself to. That's right. Because everyone is yeah. the most unique. Everyone is very is is the unique version of of what a human is. Right. Mm-hmm. There's no one like you. There's not supposed to be anybody like you. You're not mm-hmm. supposed to be like anybody else. And you are going to always be the best person at being who you are. Like no one in the world is as good as being Nick Nick Var- like Vargas as. Nick Vargas is right. Yeah. And so there's no point for you to act, try to be like, you know, another musician or whatever, mm-hmm. exactly like them. Cause we all have our inspirations, right? That's where we pull a lot of our, our, um, yeah. Like w- why we like, uh, just motivation to do it. It's like, that's where we pull a lot of our passion. We wouldn't have been passionate without hearing that person's passion. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of, a lot of, why people start doing these things i feel like is because of people who are loud about their passions mm-hmm. the straight well, facts bro yeah like as far as like inspiration goes like people showing it's it's literally like it's not about like this is how you should do it completely it's showing that like you can do mm-hmm. it you can do this like you can you can be someone like if you want to do music you can you can do music because look at this person he can do music and it's like but where did he well, how did he do that by just like literally being himself completely or herself completely like like uh i don't know there's like a lot of inspirations but you know i like and a lot of like inspirations for me are not even like like really musicians either like like, I mean, we were just talking about him earlier, like David Cho. Mm-hmm. David Cho is like a number one inspiration for me because, and I have like a multitude of reasons, but he, uh, so when I got into him, I was like pretty like young. I saw his like, um, he has like a vice show where he like hitchhikes across like America. Best across, ever. Literally best show ever. Shout out to um, Thumbs Up America on yeah. YouTube by Vice watch that yeah so freaking good yeah it is amazing you you will be uh, uh explicit parental advisory warning <laughs> yeah. but dude it's so good yeah if you're looking for a fire show that's really not that long and it's action-packed it's so real the authenticity is like unmatched yeah. it's so good but yeah like someone like him he was like the like the first person to ever like that i ever saw that was just like there's like there's no rules to like life like you can do it however you want it's just like about like persistence and like how are you like just like you can you being yourself like it just takes like trying and like there's and like i don't know like and also it was interesting because i have been following him ever since i was like like 13 Mm mm-hmm and I like recognize like that at a certain point, like 
I've seen like how much of like how like he says certain things where I'm like like yeah that's like not good and I don't agree with that and I've seen how much he's like grown over the years mm-hmm. to where like sometimes your inspirations can be like an example of what not to do yeah like they can inspire you in some ways and they can inspire you not to do some things and he's always been so honest about like how he's fucked up like um what he's done good and like there's just like and and you know all your heroes are are you know have like there's two sides to them like there's the side that you see usually like where it's like this guy's fucking awesome like he makes art he makes music he's a public speaker and he has all these amazing things to say. I don't know. Maybe he's not like a good father at all. Maybe you didn't see his look, you know, like, yeah. like maybe like, you know, like, like maybe they're an addict or something. Maybe there's, there's more going on than what you think. Of course. Of course. And like, that's like, that's something you need to realize a lot it, too. Yeah. Well, that's, that's just, that realization is realizing that everyone is human. Yeah. And man, we freaking, we make a lot of mistakes, but that is what life is about. Yeah. And man, it's, it's really special when you kind of realize that and then also apply it to your view of your perception of other people, because it allows mm-hmm. you to not judge people, which makes your life honestly better because when you don't judge other people, you tend to not judge yourself. Yeah. So, you know, I want to, I want to ask you mentioned your dad right and how you you know didn't want to like be just like him but i know your dad and he's a cool guy he's a really good guy what's what's one of the most profound or impactful life lessons that you've learned from that man over the years um over the years of your life because he's known you (laughs) yeah he's known me my whole life it's crazy crazy. even longer than we've known each other (laughs) this guy's og yeah for real um (laughs) I mean, like, I guess just, like, just, like, uh, I guess, like, kindness and stuff. Like, he's, he's like, very, he's like, very kind. very kind man. Um, he knows how to, like, you know, like, and just be, like, how to be supportive. Uh, also, just, like, um... Yeah, I guess like he just cares about like he cares about his family and stuff and like You're a family man for sure. Yeah, like and like I don't think about that stuff too much, but it's like it's like you should wherever your family is, like like just like like you're gonna you're gonna like whether like you're fucking you're like you know doorstep baby or not, like mm-hmm. you're gonna like you have to like create a family you gotta create a, a like a community of people that like you you know you trust and like i don't know my my dad is very like finds that very important like it's that tribe mentality bro yeah it keeps keeps he tribe. keeps connected with people so yeah that, that's why i open up the show that's why and and me saying like mi5 my people my family my tribe that's not like that didn't originate from the show that originated from me just being in the chat and feeling a sense a strong sense of community because your tribe is your family in a sense. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the days, your tribe was what you had. And like you, you good chances you had your family in your tribe, but the tribe stuck together. The tribe was like a brotherhood. 
yeah. or a sisterhood or something, you know, and everyone provided for each other. That's what a family is, bro. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then that's, that's, that's really the vision for MI5 is it's not a place of ego. We don't make decisions out of ego. And um, we, we're always trying to check ourselves in that sense because we want it to be the most authentic. Um, we want it to be an extreme, uh, a community based off authenticity and service to others. Honestly, it's, it's pretty magical and I can't wait to see how it is in five, in the next you know, five, 10 years, 10 years. Crazy. We're going to be doing so much stuff. It's going to be amazing. But um, yeah, bro. So I do have a question for you here. Okay. What other, after, you know, living your whole life, or if you actually know, if you were taken away from this reality, like tomorrow, what would you want to be known for? And, 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 and then, so answer that question in two ways. If you left tomorrow, what would you want to be known for? And let's say you live out your entire life and you live your, you, you live out your whole purpose and everything you do, do everything that you have planned. Mm. What do you want to be known for in that sense? But yeah, I mean, I try to like, like, I don't know, like I'm like, I'm having fun what I'm doing with music um so but it's like it's never been like a thing where it's like i really like of course like like i'm still like so in the beginning of my career like you know like like but it's never been like a thing where it's like i want to for me the most important thing is making connections with people it's not really about like bunch of random people knowing me mm -hmm. of course like i can you know profit off that but yeah well i mean it's like for the people that do know you what do you like yeah want them no yeah to, yeah. yeah um yeah like i that's what's important to me is just make, making those connections and i i just want to i guess i want to like be remembered as like someone who like I really care about like, like creating to someone who cared about creating a community in some way, because I mean, for people who don't know, I put together shows uh, locally, just like showed up, show up places just without our, up, without any permission, just setting up so awesome generator and just playing music. And like, I mean, yeah, that's what I want to be known is just like a, you know, some, people together, someone dude. who brings people together. Connector. That, that's someone who I'd want to be remembered by. That'd be cool. That's dope, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, the show that you did in Auburn in like the canyon, it was literally like a canyon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was cool. I just want to explain it for everyone. This man got a band from Portland. Portland, right? Yeah. Yeah. A band from Portland. It was like, yo, I want to do the show. We'll bring your giant speakers, like the big concert speakers mm -hmm. and lights. Had a whole light set up, table with, with the whole sound set up, everything that you need to throw a concert. And got like, what, like 50 people to come? Yeah. Bro, it was so cool. I, that was like one of my favorite concerts that I've ever been to. Yeah. And I've seen Young Gravy, Ski Mask, freaking uh, JPEG Mafia. Probably a lot of people don't even know those names, but like to me, that's huge. But that one was probably one of the best just because like 
All my friends were there. It was free, so everyone could come. Uh, Got to see my homie perform. I think that was like the first time. That so that was this like is, the okay. First this time is, did that it. was the, my first performance. Um, also the first time I had ever put together a show. So okay, so shout out my homies, Godboat, great great band from Portland, and uh, Amulet, and uh, solo act from Portland. Um, so basically what happened, uh, Wes from Godboat, he's the singer and producer. He, uh, he just messages me and he's like, yo, like I, cause like we kind of, we kind of like, I didn't like really know him. I just, I just had a friend who moved to Portland, who used to live down here. And, um, he was like, He's like, yo, check out this band. Like, you'd probably love them. He sends me this. And it's like a bunch of like crazy ass like remixes of like country songs and shit. <laughs> and it's like the most weirdest shit I've ever heard. And then they like eventually came out with this like album where it was all original songs. And it was like the literally my top, like it was my most listened to album. Oh, yeah. Year. I saw that on your Spotify yeah. rewind or whatever. Yeah. And um, and then he's so yeah, he's just like, hey, like, I know we were like, cause uh I know you know uh dustin um do you like i and you're from sacramento so like and we're going on tour uh down the west coast that's dope so uh and i'm trying to set up a show like do you know where we could play and i was like to be honest yeah that's so cool. I, I, the thing is like, i yes, don't i do yeah i do but like not in a venue and then he was like that's perfect like oh my gosh. i love it's like we love doing that we like we like the diy i'm like that's so dope fuck yeah dude this is like a dope ass band that i actually like really fuck with yeah it was just like yeah man we don't care that you don't know what you're doing at all you've never done this before you've never performed before god but yeah they just heard a couple of my songs and we're just like hell yeah like he's they're, he's in the realm of what we're doing just like weird music and then like i was just like well i i basically just wrote a list of like everything i could provide which was provide an audience most importantly um and then i could provide like some like a table and some lighting um and uh a generator mm -hmm. and i was like but i i don't have speakers dude i don't fucking have speakers yeah and he's like oh don't worry we got a we got a van and we're bringing down our like giant speakers and Perfect. then they were just like yeah we'll just we'll just set up and then like literally like this dude is fucking crazy wes is a he's a madman he uh there's this we we um so the spot um basically has a gate blocking it and we were just like well oh yeah and and then we were like well you know like we could probably carry everything down and then they were just like dude we these speakers are huge like we can't carry them down like it's it like, I mean, I guess we could, but it's going to be like, it's going to be ass. And then like, and then he's just like, he pulls out his, uh, his power drill and then goes up to one of the locks and just starts going, and just starts, he breaks <laughs> open the lock, literally breaks open the lock and then just busts the fucking gate open and then drives his van down there. It's like, Hey bro, we need, we got a show to do. The show yeah. must go on. Yeah. So they, they, they go down there pull out all their speakers, pulls out the drums, all the equipment, and then um, just goes back up there and uh, totally, yeah, totally illegal. Um, 
but nobody nobody saw it. It was fine. Um, and then yeah, like talking about fictional events. Oh yeah, fictional right events. This fictional. is just a funny story. No, but yeah, yeah, bro, I, I made this up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah, and like, um, literally, it's so so funny because like, um, I didn't like I didn't not know how the night was gonna go at all. I literally like, no one had any reason to be like. Other than just like my friends mm-hmm. to like come see me, they just, it's just like I'm just like a random fucking person. Like I, I don't I come out with like a like a few songs, and um, but like the thing is, is that's great is that the spot that we were at was like this just like hub for just stoners for like t- teenagers that were just trying to smoke, and then they just all see us down there and they're like, "Yo, what's going on?" and like. <laughs> they're like what's going on? my name's kyle yeah yeah and they, they just they come down and they're just like like what are you guys doing like we're like, gonna put a show together and we're like oh hell yeah and they start calling all their friends to come down and then like so dope, bro. on top of that all of my friends who knew me and then like i sent it to like some um some promotion page for for sacramento uh shows and so i guess some people came because of that and then like yeah and just people showed up and then it was literally like it went perfectly. Yeah, and yeah I agree. It was. Perfect. It went perfectly. It was perfect. And, I mean, like, really, all of that was like, I just, I didn't like doubt that it was gonna go wrong. I was like, this is going to happen. Like, I'm not gonna like this band is awesome. Like, both the acts are awesome. I want to make a connection with them, and I want to like provide a space for them so they can perform, and so that there's like we can fucking finally do something in this town that has nothing 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 at all zero and like especially for fucking kids and um we have all these kids coming out and like just like seeing all this music that you wouldn't even be able to see like 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 i don't know it was crazy like super like just weird shit and like it was it was just dope and then like um but yeah just like I just never doubted that it wasn't going to happen. I just like, I always like kept that mindset that like, I'm going to make this happen. Like, just like, I don't know. I was just like, fuck it. Like, like it's not going to get shut down because, because fuck it. And I'm going to do it anyways. So it's not going to get shut down and we're going to just do it. Like, I don't know. I just really like, I don't know what happened. It just like it ended up going really well. I've never done anything like that before. Well, yeah. Honestly, bro, my favorite part, I felt so so proud of you at, at this moment. Um right before you went up, you got on the mic, you were like, This is just an example that you can make anything you want happen. Mm-hmm. Use the internet, use your resources, and and you like you have all this potential that is there. Mm-hmm. You're not, and and I just kept. I was like, realize your potential. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I was like, a, there's a lot of unrealized potential in this crowd. This yeah. Potential. I was just like yelling and okay. stuff because I was so hyped, bro. I was yeah. like, yeah, my man's doing it, teaching them a lesson. Like, yeah. bro, this is literally a life lesson right now. Yeah. And also, I I can't I can't not say this. Like the the reason why everything just went so perfectly because you knew, bro. You had full belief. The universe was conspiring in your favor, bro. The universe yeah. was conspiring in your favor, 
tenfold be- simply because you and everyone involved believed that it would happen. Mm-hmm. Nothing can go wrong at that point. Yeah. And anything that does go wrong is only helping it more. And yeah, some way, it, it was it was crazy because at the end, um, I was playing like my I, I played last, which was actually like not the plan at first. I was like, oh yeah, let the band that I think is really cool play last. And they were like, no, like we're like t- to everyone here, we're just random fucking people. And that, and he was like, you need, you need to play last because Facts. everybody knows you. Yep. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't really think about that. And because like people will stay. Mm-hmm. But playing my last couple songs, we see like headlights come down uh come down the uh the little roadway oh yes yeah, the, the coppers yeah so the cops were there but they literally just stood there and waited waited for us to for the show to end music was too good i know they saw <laughs> how it was they knew that that's the thing it's just like it, it was like we're not just like a bunch of like random kids just partying it was like no like there's we're we're just like it here was for just, a reason we're bro. here for a reason it's like it's for art and it's for music and like i don't know i just feel like even even fucking cops will just shut down like parties just like whatever like like car get out of here it's like even even a fucking cop is like okay yeah this is like this is like an organized event like this is just for like real. like honestly they they're like wait they they probably are supposed to be here yeah, they're <laughs> like, like, wait, is it, should we check the news right now yeah like, yeah dang, seems legit yeah no. <laughs> yeah and um and then, like at the end, they were just like, "Yeah, you guys gonna go?" And and then like, uh, the lighting dude, uh, shout out Rex, he was just like, "Well, you like my light setup, officer?" And he was like, "Yep, it's pretty cool." And like, they're totally down. They didn't give a shit. They're just like, "Well, the show's over now, so you guys can just leave." I'm like, "Yep, that's the plan." Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's awesome. Hey, shout out Rex for real. Love yeah. that guy. Um, yeah, dude, that's just so dope. I mean to speak on that more of the mm-hmm. concept of, of literally if you want to do something in your if you want to make anything happen you can literally do it mi5 for example we're like we want to create a community of people that that can have passive income be their income right and also to where they they can a place where they can learn that being a millionaire is not about a seven-figure net worth it's about a level of character it's about do you have the are you on the, the can, can your energy match having seven figures? You know, like that's really what it is. And, and we were just like, dude, we can do this. Boom. Now it's like this whole thing. We have a show and my five show, bro. It's like, yeah. we're doing stuff. We're literally doing stuff and we're, we're getting blessed because of it. Um, and, and also one thing too is, is I started to go to networking events in this area recently, bro. Mm. It's like, it's, there's so many. Yeah, I, I've been going to like Florida and Las Vegas and, and you know, all these things where I would fly out and spend three days there or four days or whatever. And I was like, yeah, no, that's, they, they only do that stuff in you know, Florida. Mm-hmm. That, that doesn't make sense. Like, that's, that's not true. I, I had to go to this one event where they were saying, hey, look up events in your area and go to them. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh. Why haven't I been doing that? <laughs> and so after that one event, I started to go to all these different networking events. And there's a bunch of cool people doing the events in SAC. Yeah. Just, I mean, bro, you could literally do it and post it on Eventbrite. Yeah. People, random people will just be looking for cheap shows and will come. Yeah. Guarantee you. Um, especially if you make it free. Guarantee yeah. that. 
Uh, and so I went to this one where it's just this guy, he owns this like, um, group called black business click and the guy's super chill. He showed me by example, how easy it is to, to do your own events. Mm. It's really easy. You just find an, a venue hit, a, you know, go to networking events in your area and talk to those venues. Mm. That's it. And you find them and you pay them and you promote and that's it. And you show up. Yeah. And, and that's it that's all you have to do promote show up make it make it like so that people want to and yeah, and yeah that's literally what it is it's so easy yeah i mean like it's it, and that's that's the thing about being i i know i see what you mean by that but um being like a musician like like almost half the time it's like it's like why why do i have to like like uh venues like a lot of times venues will just like they'll profit off it mm -hmm. but also profit off you and then you, all you get is like you know you're just get you're just get, you know like uh like you're just promoting yourself and you're you're you know uh exposure yeah everyone's like you know all exposure is a good exposure but it's like I mean, like, as, like, as a musician, I don't, it, it's, like, I like doing all this stuff. It's, like, I don't know how to, like, it's, like, I feel like, I feel like a lot of times you're, like, you're slutting yourself out. Like, you're just whoring out your, your, what, what you get, like, you know, your talent. Because it's hard to get. Oh, like, doing it for free? Yeah, like, you're doing a lot of shit for, for free. And, you know, that's all good. I'm not against that, um. That's um, a good term for it. You're slutting it out. Yeah, because like, because <laughs> just giving it to anybody. Because yeah, I'm just like, because at that point I'm a slut. I'm not even a prostitute because the prostitute is paid. Um, yeah, I don't have no pimp. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't exactly. Yeah, it's it's too funny. Um, but it's like, um, but yeah, like it's that's like the hard thing is just like, it it, it's like. You know, I, I don't know. It's just like I guess, like if you're if you're I guess built for for that um, for that job. If you want musician being a musician to be your career, it's like you really do have to be built for it because you have to like it's like years of like like dealing with like just like not getting like paid, not getting credit for your shit. Like just like and like everybody but you is gonna be getting paid basically like mm -hmm. and like sometimes like and i have gotten paid for certain things but it's like it's it's pretty rare that 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 happens um and a lot and some venues will literally make you like you know pay just to use the space which is like something i did and like i paid like like pretty much got no profit from it yeah. like because you don't you don't know how many people are going to come right. you could pay like like collectively like like me and my friend collectively paid like $120. We split that and made like less than half in that right, profit. Right. And it's like at the end of the day, like, yeah, we had a good night, but basically all that was was like a loss for me, but it did open some, you know, a lot of doors. But I guess sometimes you gotta like it it's, it's like progress, the, not perfection, bro. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the reality of it is that like sometimes like it, like yeah, I mean, like, you you just got to, like, you want the exposure, so you just got to do it that way. But, I mean, like, you know, we have the internet, so it's, like, mm -hmm. that's all. Easy. 
pretty easy but it's like yeah for me it's like i don't want to exist on the internet i don't want to be like chronically online like my for me it's like if you don't fuck if you don't fuck with my music just by listening to it like just like off like you're just you're streaming it and you're just like if you don't like it like that then like half more than half the time people who didn't like give a shit about my music to begin with and they see me live it's like a whole different experience yeah and like for me it's like i enjoy playing live like like more than like anything it's like the best thing ever of course yeah it's like most... when you get to fully express your music yeah and but there's plenty of people out there who, who don't do that at all and they just like they completely online and like for me it's just like music is to be like enjoyed with like with people for real bro yeah that, well i think that music is the ultimate connector of people and that it mm-hmm. has been literally for the entire existence of humanity yeah so this is gonna be the last question that i ask you and i feel like i could go on for a minute because it's pretty heavy but wh- how have you changed as through your evolution of being a musician mm-hmm. and and then becoming a producer and, and doing these shows and stuff how have you developed and evolved and changed as a person like what what was different from when you started you know like posting music online to like to now and and how do you think you're going to continue to change as the future goes on um i mean like you can like hear it in my music there's just like a lot of like well maybe sorry i'm not not going to interrupt you it'll add on to what you're saying but you can hear it in my music like it's very like a lot of heightened emotion and anger and sadness and i i feel like i feel like i've um i mean ever since i released the album it felt like a lot of those emotions like kind of went away because it, it like it's almost like i just said it to everybody i just mm-hmm. told everybody what the fuck is going on what's going what i'm going through and it's like after that it just felt like i've just gotten better at like it's just as as far as like an emotionally intelligent person, I've just gotten better at dealing with that and like um and also just like facing like like just like just like having no like expectations. Like you don't know what's like gonna happen. So like especially with like playing live or trying to like trying to work on something, it doesn't like, you know, you don't like it at first or something, like you just have to have no expectations. It's like it is what it is in the moment. Like I've, I had like a complete, like my equipment was just like not working when I was at like this one show. And I was really lucky to have like the sound person was super understanding. Um, shout out Eleanor from Reno, Eleanor Burke makes sick music too. Um, but yeah, she's uh, she just like, I fucking was just trying to like set up my stuff. It just, it wasn't working as far as like how my, my vocals weren't running through at all and like I, I had like effects on it and it, and I wanted to do that and it ended up just not working and like I just like completely was just like okay I'm just I'm not gonna play like I'm just done and like I just like ran off and then like I just like I you know I fucking it was too stressful and it yeah. had all this pressure on me everyone's waiting and then yeah like Eleanor and like a bunch of other people uh said this Reno show that was super dope it was like this big rave and like i i really did i was like i had high expectations for it but it's like they're like it's fine 
like your music's playing off the computer, like your vocals aren't working. I don't know why, but we have a microphone and, and it's going to run through the PA might not have all the effects that you want to mess with or whatever, but like, mm-hmm. it's all you got. Yeah. It's like, so, and like, like, and dude, works, like, bro. you came out here, like you, you should play like, like you got this, like everyone is excited. Nobody's going to like judge you. Like, and I did it. And like, even if I like felt like it wasn't as what I wanted, it was like, at the end of the day, I made so many like connections that night just by actually just being like, fuck it. Like, I'm just gonna like, it might not be like what I, want completely but like i can't always get what i want it's just like you know like and what i got out of that was just like i got to perform in the best way i could and yeah just like ever since then like i've i've, I've made so many friends from that area and like so many people who support my music and like follow it now just because of that because there's so many people there's like over like 200 people there so a lot of that was that's why there's so much pressure there's like so many people and like yeah and <laughs> it's uh, like oh, i kind of gotta do something yeah exactly and um and yeah and just like yeah you just gotta like push through that um that uh those uh trials and tribulations or whatever like there's gonna be roadblocks and, every adversity is an opportunity for growth man yeah for real for real and yeah and you know come better prepared next time at the end of the day it was my fault because i i I didn't really test it out i just kind of like set it up and on my computer i didn't really try it didn't do a practice run i just like was like oh yeah that's gonna work because it worked before but hey bro you took an l a lesson yeah (laughs) that's true hey bro that's how winners win bro seriously you have to take l's i don't mean losses man that's all about lessons baby yeah for real yeah but yeah, I mean, I mean, well, the reason why I wanted to ask that question, bro, is because, okay, so from a third party perspective, mm-hmm. I mean, dude, I've like literally, we've been best friends for all this time, but mm-hmm. there's all the whole timeline of what you're talking about. We like, I've been there for most of it. Yeah. It wasn't in Reno, but like, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, I've seen you go from super quiet and we talked about it today, even over Instagram or whatever uh-huh. about, you know, you were telling me how you went to this music class and you were the most outspoken person there that wasn't you even two years ago yeah even in the last like two years you've gone from like hella quiet very much more anxious than i mean i know that anxiety is still like a a a prevalent thing probably Mm -hmm. in your life but but way there's more outlets to handle that and i've definitely seen you grow as a person not just because you've gone older but just because of all the different things that you've made yourself do yeah. literally and it's awesome dude i i don't think that you would have put on your own show two years ago or three years ago or whatever mm-hmm. it would have been like oh, who, who's gonna do that I don't know. yeah <laughs> you know like no yeah awesome. like no yeah like it's like it's i mean like it's like dropping that uh it's really just like because people talk like think about like people who have anxiety or who are shy or quiet like as some people who and i'm not saying this is all the time but in my case it's like it's dropping that ego it's not it's like i don't it came to a point where it's like i don't care like what people think of me or like right. i don't have like it's just like really like there's people who have egos big egos who are loud and there's people who have big egos that are like quiet and like they just like because they, they they're like they're like, oh, I, I stiff and like, I, I need to like 
it's like uh, i don't want to like do that because that's cringy or lame or whatever oh, like, yeah. or like and stuff like that and it's just like you know and just drop that like that notion that like somehow what you're gonna do is like everybody's gonna care and make fun of you nobody cares bro. No nobody's are worried about themselves yeah. dude and, like yeah you know, it's so funny because it's like it's like the sad truth for people who have egos is that nobody gives a fuck but also the sad truth or the good truth <laughs> the good truth is that nobody gives a fuck yeah because that's a good like who like thank god nobody gives a fuck dude, bro seriously <laughs> well, oh my god dude i mean really though it, it once you realize that well, and, and hopefully you have the privilege of having people in your life that 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 love you for who you are and, and they, they make that known. Mm-hmm. If you do have that, lean on that. Mm-hmm. Literally, if you have two people that love you, who cares what the world thinks? Because no, yeah. they don't love you, bro. Like, yeah. literally. And, and bro, Solar changed my life by telling me this. Mm-hmm. He was, I, I don't know what we were talking about and what my response was or why we had brought it up and I'm not going to make something up, but he told me this. He was like, bro, I feel like when you are just your weird self, people actually appreciate that more than you trying to be normal. Mm-hmm. Because what the hell is normal? Yeah, There is no normal. It's just like whatever social normality is, it's just like, oh, be polite and, you know, have, uh, you know, uh, don't do anything. Yeah. No, it's like, yeah, like the worst compliment to ever receive is for someone to be like, Oh yeah, he, he's he's nice. Or, yeah, or it's he's just like pretty normal. And yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess I I feel like I've said that about people, but yeah, no, but it's like it's like what it's like you know, like what do you what do you want people to know you as? Like it's like bro, people will appreciate you more if you just act yeah. yourself because the because that's that's what weeds out the people who judge too. Mm-hmm. You instantly you just weeded out everyone. Yeah. Everyone who's going to judge you, they're going to judge you. Who cares? Yeah. They're going to judge you. They're not really going to talk to you. They're going to talk behind your back. And the people that like that authenticity, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, dude, that guy's cool. I want to yeah. get to know him more. And you also, like, you can never be like really too sure of what, you know, people think at all. Like you, you don't know. And like, literally, I thought this like really, uh, it was on, it was on David Cho's uh, show. It was like, uh, it was, um, what's his name? Uh, Will Arnett, mm-hmm. the guy who does Bojack. Mm-hmm. And he's like, like I just remember when I was like in high school, like I was like dressing up and I was I, I felt so cool that day. And then suddenly this guy like he comes up to me, he's like, Hey, cool guy. And it completely just crushed me. And then and then because and then uh they like reenact it with, with David. David yeah. and him reenact it. And then he's like, um, so like I want you to like do it how you would react now. And then like he's like so David's like goes up to me. He's like, "Oh yeah, what's up, cool guy?" And then he's like, "It's like nothing, loser. What's what's up with you?" And then David's like, "Whoa, dude! Like, I actually thought you were a cool guy. Like, it's like you don't know what people are thinking. Like, he meant that you were a cool guy. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, so funny. Bro. It wasn't sarcastic. It was just like you're a cool guy. <laughs> I love that, bro. I love yeah. that. It's just, bro. I I seriously, I can't. I'll give you an example from today." Um, and this is how I am constantly like I dropped me caring about like I'm kind of weird in on these shows like I literally am just being myself completely myself I'm way weirder off camera but that I'm trying to be a little bit professional make it look good mm-hmm. but um and, and if you're in the mi5 chat you'll see more of that 
And especially if you talk to me on a Zoom call for more than an hour, you know, if we have multiple of those, you'll definitely see that. It gets freaky. Yeah. And in person, you're going to be like, okay, do I want to be here? No, I'm kidding. But like, bro, I was at, um, I was helping Sharon with her cleaning business today. Mm. And I was mopping the bathroom floor, right? And uh, I'm mopping the floor. You know, I didn't have a wet floor sign. And I was like joking. I was like, hey, bro make sure you don't slip wink wink like you know like just make sure i'm gonna have to call osha you know i'm just like because i didn't have a floor sign and also i don't want to like get carvana in trouble because i literally am not on payroll for anybody like i don't have a job i'm literally just helping someone with their biz and um so if 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 they if somebody gets hurt on my behalf or because of me it's going to be respond they're going to be responsible i don't want that right and so i'm trying to do things you know by the rule book I was like, hey, bro, don't slip, you know, uh, and, but like I was kind of joking. And he was like, oh, OK, like I don't see a floor, bro. I might, might have to make that workers comp call. And I was like, here, hold on one second. I'll be the sign. I just like stood there like this. And I was like, do not slip. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in the, there was like five dudes in the bathroom. Everyone starts dying laughing. That's funny, bro. Yeah. Like, and, but like, that's also hella weird yeah. at the same time. But it's funny. And I knew it was going to be funny. Yeah. Um, but like, I would have done that probably anywhere. Cause it's just like, yeah, I just, what I'm thinking, I'm going to do that. That's how literally like I, there's three things. This is how, this is like my definition of the meaning of life, full expression of self, mm-hmm. like not suppressing yourself as a human at all, you know, adding value to other people's lives, finding some way to do that on a daily basis and learning and growing. Those three things, that's literally what life on earth is about. Mm. Like people are like love. Okay, well, that fits under the category of adding value to somebody mm. and also fully expressing yourself, mm. you know, and also learning and growing. Yeah. It's like every, all, all the things that people will try to be like, well, what about this? I'm like, well, that fits in that this category. Yeah. Everything about the meaning of life circles around those three things. And like, it's just perfect. I need to make some diagram or something. Like when I'm, I, I'm going to speak about it on stages. Trust. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, so, all right, man, well, we've been talking for like an hour yeah, and so I think it's a good time to kind of, uh, take it to a, a close here. And, uh, I just want to thank everyone for being on. If you watched for the whole time, you're a freaking amazing person. Thank you very much. And, um, yeah, you know, this was very different from the shows that we've done previously and the shows that we'll probably do in the future. But I mean, this is a, this is a down-to-earth conversation between two very good good friends yeah we can smell each other it's really yeah it's it's real it's getting real i'm ending this for a reason (laughs) but um yeah so you know thanks for being here if you showed up for 12 minutes you're probably not on here still but hey you got to see the 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 end part which was pretty deep so yeah Um, well anyways guys i hope you've had a wonderful tuesday and i hope that it continues to be a great tuesday have a happy and successful rest of your night Take care, everybody. All right. Here we go. Let's watch it. That was a good.